Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Well, it was a pretty cool opportunity, Bobby, to go behind the scenes at the Wisconsin Center as it's undergoing this big expansion. This is a huge construction project, I think $456 million project. Yeah, it's huge. And I'm not, did we go behind the scenes? Because I'm not sure the scenes exist yet. (laughs) This was like a progress report at the Wisconsin Center. Yeah, it's about a year since like passersby could see work emerging out of the ground. Like before that was just kind of site prep and like driving pilings and things like that. Mm-hmm. But so in this last year, it's been really dramatic how far out of the ground it's come. So I thought it was a good time to go check back and see what is going on there. And this was a full like uh, hard hat vest tour. And they brought their project director, Dane Jensen, out on site as well, along with the Wisconsin Center's Sarah Mayo. So we got kind of the top brass showing us around this construction site. It was pretty cool. They spent a lot of time with us and took us really, and I felt like in every corner of the site. So let's give our listeners kind of the quick hits here. What's the overview of the expansion? How many more meeting rooms and ballrooms? What are the bullets? It's going to have a total of 52 meeting rooms. They're adding 24 to the existing ones. They're adding 400 indoor parking spaces, which I thought was really interesting that the parking ramp is going to be basically invisible from the street because the center kind of wraps around it and sort of hides it, Yeah, which I thought Uh was really interesting. They're going to add another kitchen. There's going to be a rooftop ballroom. There's and that ballroom is going to be all glass windows, right? Like a panoramic view of the city. Yeah, it's going to be pretty amazing. Wow. Um, they're adding six more loading docks for a total of 22. And what's interesting about all the loading docks is when trucks come for um, conventions and shows and exhibits and stuff, they can just load them from the loading dock and push them right into It's at the same level as the exhibition hall. I saw that quote in your story about it being a, a straight push. And I can just imagine how appreciated that is from those folks that are loading these massive conventions and shows in to just not have to push a cart uphill, right? Absolutely, right, right. And so there's also going to be some outdoor terraces, which we stood on one of them, which was really cool, overlooking the corner of Vail Phillips and Kilbourne Avenue. And that's going to have a giant video screen next to it. And the exhibition hall... At the moment, they have 188,000 square feet, and that's going to go to 300,000 square feet for exhibition halls. Well, coming up in the second portion of our conversation, we're going to go live on site and hear from some of those folks we mentioned. And, you know, I think the bigger story is like where Milwaukee will fit into the larger convention industry when this whole project is completed. They give some good perspective there. So stick around next. We're going to go live on site after this. Hey, Radio Milwaukee family, you tune in to us and now we want to tune in to you. From now until February 17th, we'd love for you to spend a few minutes taking our listener survey. Your responses will let us know what you dig about what we're currently doing and give us feedback on how to make it even better. As an added incentive, all complete responses are entered to win a $150 gift card to Black Shoe Hospitality Restaurant. You can find our survey online at Radio Milwaukee or hyphen.org. Of course, we want to take opportunities to get bigger conventions in town. But the real purpose of the expansion is to allow us to do simultaneous and overlapping events. Milwaukee is killing it in the mid-sized convention vertical, mm-hmm. and this will give us capacity to do more of what we're already doing really well. Because when event number one is loading in in the South Building, 
Event number two can be at peak in the North Building, which means hotels are full, restaurants are full, taverns, small businesses, General Mitchell Airport, all at peak. Where are you taking us? Yeah, so we're gonna walk up the parking ramp from P1, we call it, parking level one, up to parking level three, which is the upper meeting room level. And then we're gonna walk up to the new exhibit hall. And then you'll get to see some of the hard work that went into making sure the existing facility can maintain operations during construction. To remember that this entire project was built on the flat surface parking lot that was here before. That lot held a maximum of about 270 cars. This garage will hold 400 and it's enclosed. So you'll, you're going to see a lot of concrete today. So concrete's trending probably in the mid 60s on a percent complete standpoint. And from a fabrication of steel, we're about 65 to 70% fabricated. And that's what's been delivered to the site. So really, mechanical electrical plumbing is really starting to ramp up. On the west side here along 6th, you have exterior framing followed by metal panel. So that's starting to ramp up. And that's kind of wrapping from west to south. But on the south side, it's these existing buildings. So really, it's at the ballroom level beyond. Okay. The south building and the north building will both rely, of course, on how do we execute these events? Where do we store the tables and the chairs and the linens and everything that Levy needs for food and beverage and banquet service, things like that. It was really important to us. I mean, as you might know, we operate on these three values to be bold, be proud, and be experience obsessed. And so part of that obsession with experience is of course for the guests and the client, but it's for the staff as well. And so it was important to us to make sure that when our setup and cleaning teams have to cart their equipment back and forth, it's done in a place that is out of sight for the guest and the client and giving everyone the space they need and the discretion they need to get their job done really well. So this back of house corridor was not in the original plan a year and a half or two years ago. And along the way we realized we needed it. And so it was constructed on the ground and then picked up and will be you know, encapsulated forever. Um, but it's really the artery that will allow our staff to get these events done seamlessly and quietly um, and effectively for everyone involved. And they don't have to go outside. And they don't have to go outside. Can you imagine trying to cart that stuff outside? Come on, no way. So although, of course, we want highly flexible, technologically, world-class spaces, we also want to make sure that we're giving people an experience that is second to none in terms of conventions. So we have, as part of our other amenities, we have quiet rooms and sensory rooms built in. We have dedicated nursing mother spaces. We have dedicated gender-neutral restrooms. This is a really big deal for us. Wow. And the terraces, that space will be built for hospitality as well. So. We have beautiful modular furniture. Um, we'll have gas, propane-powered fireplaces. Um, it's it completely prepared to host receptions and food and beverage functions. So, and the other thing that we haven't really talked about yet is the uh, public art that's going into the building. Um, there's a committee who's working on that right now. We have some phenomenal representation from Milwaukee and Wisconsin-based artists. Once it's done, it's gonna be really exciting. Thing. What is the, the expected opening day? I forget. Yeah, so um, substantial completion is anticipated from March of 24. 
And then um, we have our first events booked in the building at the end of May in 24. Oh, wow. okay. So she'll be open because we because wow. the South Building is also booked. So if it's not ready, we have nowhere to put them. So so it will be ready. No pressure. So you can hear it, Bobby. I mean, the pressure's on, but they didn't seem too stressed out. It seemed like they're making pretty good progress on this progress report. And when we're talking past the halfway point on a lot of the big picture milestones, it's seems like they're you know running on schedule. And they definitely seemed like they were cranking when we were there. I mean, there was activity in every sort of square meter of that site. So I think, knock wood, they'll make it. I gotta say, when we were there, it just gave me an appreciation I mean, we've been to construction sites before and we've been to behind the scenes tours, but I think this might have been like the biggest scale thing I've ever been to, you know, just to see that many people working on it. It gave me a real appreciation for the trades, for all these professionals. There was this older gentleman who was carrying up two buckets up like three flights of scaffolding as we passed him. And he was like, last winter doing this. <laughs> you know, he, was, <laughs> right. he was ready for retirement. Right. But, you know, I just think about the expertise and you know these really specialized jobs that existed, these construction sites. It just gave me a real respect for the trades. Yeah. And they said that there's an average of 300 people working on site on any given day often six days a week. And what I thought was interesting is, I mean, it's like the perfect example of multitasking, right? Because there's sections of the thing that the structural steel hasn't even been put in yet. So like there are portions of it that don't even exist yet in any way. And yet on the opposite side of the very same building, they were already putting on some of the like facade metal paneling. So, I mean, that just shows you how they can do all of these kind of different tasks at once. Well, these are pictures you're not going to ever really be able to see again because, you know, when the thing is done, uh, the walls will be there and the glass will be there. And so this is just a really cool opportunity to go to on Milwaukee and see some photos of the Wisconsin Center expansion underway. So check them out. We've got a link in the description box of the player that you're using right now. Podcasts here on 88.9 are edited by Kiri Salinas. And do us a favor and rate and review the podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback. And Bobby, next week we're live on site at another spot. This is on the east side. This might be one of Milwaukee's oldest homes. This is a question you get a lot about the, what is the oldest home? Oh yeah, uh, this, and, and it is definitely not the oldest, but, not it is, the, but it is definitely one of the oldest. Yes. So this was 1850s, right? 1852 on Astor Street. And a lot of people will recognize this building. All right, make sure you're subscribed and get that story next Thursday from On Milwaukee and Radio Milwaukee.